0: Blog
1: Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast.
2: Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for Showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Group on Facebook. Our partners, com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com.
3: hey good evening sports fans and welcome to let's talk cfl podcast episode number 419 i'm your host Christopher jones and we're here to talk football canadian football yeah so we got uh will and uh charles online here with me i really don't have much to rant about there's to me right now i'm in a i I really don't give a shit mode with the cfl uh yeah the bombers announced their um coaching staff yeah no surprises there uh you know it's just coming around and we're just going to hear this this and this and then free agency is like three weeks away and then that all oh, hell's going to break loose and all sorts of things going to happen. Yeah. There's some major, um, uh, there's some free agency signings right now. There's some movement. There's some talk of movement. There's some arguing that's going on and uh, as to whether or not somebody is going to get a contract. Um, we'll find out what's going to happen all within uh, a month's time at, uh, the the CFL teams are going to be pretty much set with the exception of, uh, Uh, The draft and the draft really doesn't make much difference in the first year anyhow so uh, yeah I don't think too much is going to happen after uh, well a lot's going to happen of course but you know four weeks from now we're going to pretty much be able to call who's going to win the Grey Cup aren't we I think so I don't know who cares um we've been doing all sorts of different things there's a couple of polls I wanted to do I I'm really have uh, intrigued with this Nick Arbuckle situation I know we're going to talk about him later but uh, I honestly don't think he's going to sign in Ottawa but then you know what whenever I say something like that the next day he turns around and he'll sign in Ottawa but uh yeah I mean we'll put up an interesting thought last week where uh he might actually go back to Calgary because Bo Levi Mitchell's hurt more uh uh his injury is deeper than what they anybody's talking about and they need their number one play caller back or number, uh, backup play caller back. Uh, so he might just go back to Calgary and, and they just scored a draft pick third round draft pick or something from Ottawa for the, him renting him in the off season. Uh, he could go to Toronto and follow uh, Ryan Dinwiddie over there, who's now the head coach of Toronto, and he was his quarterback coach when he was in Calgary. He could go all over the place. So is he going to sign an Ottawa? I don't think so. But then, hey, who knows? Well, they did play, pay some money for him. They are showing some interest in him. Uh, we will talk about that in a little bit, but uh, I'm just uh, I'm intrigued by this situation here. Uh, yeah, I'm just going over the list of things, Bombers, Zach Caleros, that's an interesting one. What's going to happen there? We'll talk about it, Buck Pierce. You know, we seem to be talking a lot of Winnipeg this week. Um, uh, you know, I got cut off in the last show, and I wasn't able to come back. I was kind of a piss off. Let like the, the boys kind of rounded it around. Uh, I just wanted to point out somewhere during that show that the majority of the episodes that we talked about or the segments that we were talking about were all about Eastern t- Division teams. And uh you know, we keep getting people whining about that we don't talk about Eastern Division teams. Not uh, last week, uh, the, the 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 agenda was just packed full of Eastern teams. So you know what? Piss off! Don't bother me anymore. Okay, I'm tired of it. Uh, I'm opening up the mics here. We're gonna talk to the boys. Uh, Charles, you're up and going, and Will's coming in right behind you. Yep. How you guys doing Hello. today? Good.
2: Yep, just happy here. Happy to be out from the uh, snow and wind and ice That we had a week ago tonight And it's, well, it's raining here now But at least it's a little easier to drive
3: Well, it snowed about six yeah, inches since dinner time here
2: Oh <laughs> Well, so, maybe that's where yeah. it all went Yeah, it's uh, it's up here
3: right now uh, As long as it's not yeah. here, I'm good Yeah, I understand that how, how are you doing yourself, Charles? Everything okay? I'm doing well so, uh, Fingers and toes are in the right place and everything else is good?
2: Yeah, everything seems fine.
3: Okay, I'm glad to hear that. Yep. William,
2: welcome to the podcast. Hello.
3: You know what?
1: The the quarterback thing is still really intriguing for me. because It, it is. It, it oh, is right now. Of cor- mm-hmm. And, of course, we heard, and we're probably going to talk about it later, that Winnipeg doesn't seem interested in signing Matt Nichols. Really? Surprise. Surprise. But surely the god—they're not going to go with Zach Calaris as their main starter because he could get hurt. So I wonder what they're doing. And I've heard rumors about about uh, Macbeth in Toronto going to Winnipeg and doing the Macbeth
0: thriller. Who, who?
3: Who was Cloud Bethel Thompson?
2: Yes. Yes, okay, yes. Don't call yes. him
3: Macbeth, because that confuses me. Oh, okay. That's yeah, what I'm not sure who you're
2: talking it. about either. Okay. M- MBT. Bethel,
1: Say that again.
3: MBT McLeod, okay. Bethel, Thompson.
1: And MBT. then I and then I kind of like the badge do, only
3: less. Kind uh, Then I did yeah. hear
1: something interesting today that that uh, B.C. is gonna try and sign Mika Johnson. <laughs> Be, really? I hadn't
2: heard anything be, about
1: that. Yeah, that would be interesting. And I was looking at the free agent list today, and I didn't know that Winnipeg's two defensive tackles from last year, those two big fat guys, as I like mm-hmm. to call them, are both free agents. And and you would think that somebody might try and sign those guys too.
3: Well, if Winnipeg doesn't lock them up, then.
1: well yeah but Winnipeg can only once again it happens every year and I know this from experience in Calgary when you win a great cup
3: everybody thinks they're worth
1: more that's correct and there's only so much money to go around so you cannot sign everybody and that's always the curse of the winning the great cup or even being a good team for that matter
3: that so um, who are you talking about over in uh, in Winnipeg here? You're talking about Willie Jefferson.
1: No, and I'm who, talking about no. uh, Drake Nevis. Drake Nevis and what's the other guy's name? They had two very large defensive tackles.
3: Jake defensive Thompson? Tackles.
1: There you go. There yeah. you go. Drake Nevis and Jake Thompson or whatever the heck his name is. Okay. So, that's quite interesting. Yeah. And because Winnipeg's got to spend some money, they're going to have to spend some money on a quarterback because they don't have any.
3: Yeah. Well. Okay.
1: So. And, so and you're, you're, matter,
3: you're 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 saying they? that they're going to they're going to sign Zach Caleros and uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson. Now, McLeod no, Bethel no, Thompson saying, over in Toronto no, is no. not
1: a free agent. No, 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 yeah. no, no. no, no, no. He's not a free agent. No. Oh,
2: what yes, I'm he saying is. is yes, he tra- is. I thought he was. Oh, is he?
1: Okay. Yeah. He
2: has, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. He is a free That's agent. That's
1: what I thought so. No, no, they're going to trade for him and hopefully – or sorry, they're going to sign him and hopefully get Strebler back. Okay,
3: and, and they're not going to sign Zach Caleros. You don't think Zach Caleros is going back to Winnipeg?
1: No, Zach Caleros has a house in Toronto, guys. He's going back to Toronto.
3: Well, we know that we know we know that, but in all honesty, he's got—he's not a stupid man. He's got to realize that he he won a Grey Cup in Winnipeg because they have an amazing team in line to protect him, and he's got to look at Toronto and say, "That's not there." I'm going to go to Toronto, and I'm just going to get hurt, and not my career yet. is over.
2: Not yet. Not
3: yet.
1: What, what? Not yet. But not not yet. They don't have an offensive line. But free agency coming up, man.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I I I Ryan Dinwiddie. I'm sorry. Is smarter than Corey Chamblin He knows he needs an offensive line.
2: That's not hard.
1: Yeah.
3: Okay. yeah. I'm not I'm not seeing a lot there.
1: Because uh, yeah. So, but who knows. I mean, who knows with any of this crap? Right? I mean, for all we know, Winnipeg could be trying to get Arbuckle as well. That's possible. Because to me, it's pretty amazing. He hasn't signed in Ottawa yet, so that must mean something. His agent yeah. must be there saying, hey, 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 people are giving a, talking about all kinds of money. And I know it's called tampering, but don't tell me he hasn't had other conversations with people.
2: Oh, yeah. Tampering. Let's let's face facts. Tampering happens in every single sport. Now, you may not get caught, but you, you have this person talking to this person, and it's probably three or four degrees. They probably try and keep it like three or four degrees away from, oh, if you're talking to him, mention this, or if you're talking to him, mention this. But it happens. Let's not pretend it doesn't. I'm sure it does. Sure it does. So, but, yeah.
1: yeah. But and we we can we can guess and think all we want, but we're not going to get it right because <laughs> who knows, right? Yeah. I mean, I would think the teams that are most panicked. I would think that the team that is panicked the most right now is Winnipeg because they don't have any quarterbacks.
3: They should be the most panicked. Mhm. They all should. Right. be. I mean, I'm not sure that they are. I you talk to any Winnipeg Blue Bomber fan and everybody, you know, everything's all happy over there.
1: Oh, they're still gonna repeat. back in November.
2: They're going to repeat. No Don't talk about but it. if you look if you look at the free agency list for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, there's a lot of impact players on that list if you go top to bottom
3: yeah and i'm yeah, just doing is, that
2: right now i
3: actually it's not I, i'm not talking so much about the impact players because charles you're correct uh, one, two, three, four. um they have actually signed the most amount of players or uh, almost calgary has signed true. the most amount of their free agents and so far and I'm kind of going through the list right now so I just I haven't done Ottawa on Montreal yet Eight. and zero so this is kind of interesting I not I'm going off the CFL website and it's mm-hmm. not completely accurate although it believes that it is um, BC Lions have four have signed four players and they have released one. Calgary has signed nine and released two for NFL opportunities, sort of, so to speak, and one retired. But I know one in BC retired, but then I don't know whether or not Danny O'Brien wasn't actually a free agent or did he just retire. Um, Edmonton has signed two of their players, only two of their players, and they've released one guy. Saskatchewan has signed eight and released one. Winnipeg has signed eight and released two. Hamilton has signed seven, released one. Toronto has signed four. Nobody wanted any of their guys. Ottawa uh, released or it has extended eight players, and uh, n- nobody went up to the NFL from them. And Montreal has signed one and released one. They released back, which is probably their most important free agent. Mm-hmm. and they extended some wide receiver named Mario Alfred.
1: Mario big deal. Alfred. Yeah,
2: that but they're also today. talking
1: that they're talking that Montreal is in in uh is in cap trouble big time. And even if they say even if Stanback doesn't come even if Stanback does come back they're not going to be able to sign him.
0: Well,
3: I mean, everybody said that B.C. and Calgary were in, in, in cap trouble last year, and I haven't heard squat about that. I mean, I know Calgary rolled back a lot of Bully by Mitchell's uh, salary, so uh, they're going to be in much better shape. But I, I still haven't heard anything about B.C. being in over the limit like everybody suggests they are. And I know we probably don't get the audits until what, March, isn't it? But there's been no yeah, rumbling like anywhere. No. I think I think it would be funny if Saskatchewan was over the cap again. Uh just cause. Uh, who was that? Kelly Bale put up a, a a a question or a poll or what did he what was he put up? It's kind of interesting. You guys remember? Uh to prove me wrong. Oh, Strevler. Strevler is not going to make it in the NFL. No CFL quarterback has gone down to the NFL without first having extreme amounts of success in Canada. Like Doug Flutie, Jeff Garcia, Warren oh, yeah.
2: Moon, yeah.
3: Uh, yada, yada, yada. No other quarterback has gone down there and made it and
2: stuck. It's funny because after I remember I saw that post, and after he posted that, I went back and thought about it, and he's actually right about that,
1: hundred percent. I I think I think he's wrong. Really? What do you mean? How? I know I know of one quarterback. Who? Sean Salisbury.
2: Well, he still won a Grey Cup.
1: Yeah, he won a Grey Cup, but he was a rookie that year.
3: Well, so in, in all honesty, Charles, so did Strebler.
2: Well, that's fair. Okay, that's fair. But and the thing then is, I think Sean. Well, where
3: there's one Sean difference, Salisbury.
2: Though, Charles, Salisbury started in the Grey Cup game and won. Strebler didn't. He was the backup to Calera. No,
3: true that. Right, but he did play – he was an instrumental part of the Grey Cup victory for the Winnipeg Blue No, I Blue agree that. No that's doubt fair. about it, right? I mean, he yeah. played enough in that game to make himself important enough to, yeah. to have a look at it. But that doesn't
2: define your career. No. you got to have more than one Grey Cup. So that's right? a good point. Sean Salisbury has did go down and get some starting time in the NFL for a while, so –
1: and I think he's stuck for like three or four years, to be honest. Something like that. I think he played with
2: Minnesota, I think,
1: if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, I think it was Minnesota, too. Absolutely. So, but, yeah, so, I mean, he's mostly right. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting because not going to make it in the NFL. He's not going to make it. I'm sure of it. And like okay, we talked uh, about last week, the first time he tries to run over some of these guys, he's gonna get killed. So okay. just saying. Interesting,
3: interesting. No, no doubt about it, you know. He's he's not that big. He's not as big as he thinks he is. No. And just for anybody out there who knows a guy, a a, a Riders fan by the name of Bill Paulson, okay? I, I just want to make this really clear to any of the rider fans out there. You put up a bastardized picture of our Canadian flag, and I will punt your ass out of the group so fast it will make your head spin. That is sacrilege. You do not mess with a national symbol like that. I don't care who you think you are or who you think you represent. You are insignificant to the rest of us.
1: Aren't they allowed to because
3: they're Canada's team? They're not Canada's team. (laughs) And don't even get me started (laughs) on that right Uh. now. (laughs) Uh, Don't push buttons tonight, Will. No, it's not a good time. (sighs) I mean, the post was... What CFL team should Harry and Meghan cheer for? Okay. Now, this is Prince Harry and his wife. That post on its own is kind of and ridiculous. Did, but... did, she, did she actually get the status of a
2: princess? Or did they she was like a duchess or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she the always was gets that.
3: that. That's yeah. inevitable. But yeah. she should be the princess, right? But besides the point, okay? Now, Harry and Meghan, they've they ditched the royal family, they're out on their own. And we're not going to get into the political side of things because everybody's kind of getting on this. But the, the CFL.ca said, which team should Harry and Meghan cheer for? And, you know, there's two blatantly obvious choices here. Actually, there's only one, but that's beside the point. Um, they, and everybody in the league kind of has a problem with this, okay? Everybody's saying that it should be Saskatchewan because Regina is the queen city. Well, that's self proclaimed. It's not the Queen City for any real reason. Yes, uh, it's called Regina, and that was, uh, wasn't that Vic- uh, Queen Victoria's uh, middle name or something like that? Something like that, I don't know. Uh, anyhow, but if you look no, at. No, I think. Br- go ahead. Go ahead. I think. If you look at British Columbia. True. OK, yeah. the key word there for this argument should be British, British Columbia. OK, it should be New Westminster is called the royal city. The capital of British Columbia is Victoria, named after Queen Victoria, um, Harry's great, great grandma or something, you know. You know, uh, I don't really understand how there could be... And the simple fact that Harry and Megan has decided that they want to live in Vancouver. Uh, who the hell... What, what what football team do you think they should cheer for? First off, I don't well, even think they even know
1: what football is. But that's beside the point.
2: They'll be There's like, why aren't they kicking the ball?
1: There's another reason. What is the population of Vancouver?
3: Uh, four and a half million.
1: Okay, I'm thinking... There's more queens in Vancouver than there is in Regina. Just uh, saying. Okay?
3: I think there's more queens Just in Vancouver it. than there is in uh, <laughs> people in Regina. Okay. There you go. I would agree. Okay. Like Regina has got like what? 250,000 people in it or something stupid like this? It's really yeah. not a big place. The province has only got a million people in it. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it, yeah, two hundred and twenty-eight thousand people in, in Regina. Shit, the, the West End of Vancouver has more queens than that.
1: There you go. I mean, how so, many people are in Victoria?
3: I, well, oh, wait, more than Regina.
1: That's what I was thinking too. So of course they should be, uh, they should be uh, BC oh, fans, no, but they're v- not going up to the Victoria only has a anyway. population
3: of ninety-two. Quite oh, small compared right? to Regina. Boy, I thought it was
2: more oh. than that. Yeah.
1: I, I would have what? thought so, too. Thousand? What? 92,000? Yeah. Really? That's all, eh? I didn't know that.
3: Hmm.
1: But how about all the surrounding areas? There must be a lot more in there. Greater Victoria, yes.
2: yes. Okay. I'm just trying to... I'm just kind of looking this up here right now. It's... uh. Well, here I've got Victoria at 85,000, but that's of 2016. But Metro Victoria is 367,770. There you go. Right.
3: So that's more than Regina. Now, we can include the greater Victoria area because all of those surrounding areas. There is no greater Regina. Right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Victoria has a squymalt and it has a. Oh, geez, Saanage, and there's a whole pile of little cities, like, really close to it. Kind of like Vancouver with Burnaby and North Van and Delta and Richmond and, you know, all of those things that that make up the greater Vancouver area, right? Langley, Surrey, Coquitlam, Port Coquitlam, all of those things, right, make up the greater Vancouver area, which kind of makes Vancouver quite big.
2: Yeah. So if you take Metro Victoria, it's about 130,000 people more. Than Regina, yeah. which yeah. is at just uh, right. oh, just over two hundred and thirty six thousand. Great. Right. I well, mean,
3: Victoria is anyways. the home of the newlywed and the nearly dead. So, you know. Right. Uh,
1: they're not. They're not going to go to football games anyways. They don't know what football gonna is. They're never going to go to a
3: football game. They'll I mean, Megan watch might watch be a football watch. fan coming from America, but you know, I doubt it. Yeah. Who knows. Wasn't her dad African-American? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. You don't want to
2: go there, do you? No, I do not. We don't. <laughs> she's, don't. She's
3: officially known as the Duchess of Sussex.
1: <laughs> okay, but she's not anymore. 'Cause they've stripped them, they've stripped them no. of their titles. Did they? Yes they have. The Queen stripped them of their titles. Yes,
2: yeah, that's right. Just like and they're and they're and not and they're not
1: and they're not part of the purse anymore either.
3: I so. That's, that's so um what's the word I'm looking for here? Petty. I think that's the, the word I'm looking for is petty.
1: Yeah, I don't think Harry Boy is hurting for money. No, No. neither one of them are. if 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 he probably if he saved his allowance and and his birthday money over the years, he's probably got more money than we'll ever have. Okay.
3: But, you know, he's always been the rebel. He actually did two tours in, in Afghanistan. Now, I'm sure that there's no way that he got put anywhere near the front line. I am sure of no. that. Okay? But he, he actually went over there. And, and, and you know, it's one thing to hold a military position, which all the royal family are supposed to do. But, you know, they, I, I'm sure that nobody got past Westminster, you know. But this guy actually went over to Afghanistan. I'm sure he had a regiment as bodyguards, but that's beside the point.
2: Who the hell is this? That we're
1: paying for. Oh, we're going to pay for, sorry.
3: So why are we talking about this? We should be talking about football. Um, Okay, so Bombers take a major free agent off the market, re-signing Stanley Bryant. So?
1: Yeah. Did we expect him to go anywhere else? No. He's been there for quite some time.
4: Yeah, he
3: seems to like it, and uh, they kind of like him, and uh, he's successful in his position. So this is a no-brainer. How did this even make news? Charles, you got anything to add to this?
2: Hello. Not particularly. There was a a thought that I was hoping that he might go to free agency and end up somewhere else. I knew that was probably – a long shot. I didn't think he was going anywhere, but... but yeah, uh, no. no.
3: I, I think he's stuck in Winnipeg until Winnipeg doesn't want him anymore. Right. And, and that doesn't mean that he's yeah, not I mean, going to go somewhere else in free agency, because Winnipeg's not going to offer him what he thinks he's going to be worth, and then Reg- uh, Regina or Saskatchewan will, because that's what Saskatchewan does, is gives... Uh, uh, past market values to aging players, right? And that that's just something that the Rough Riders do. So Stanley Bryant may end up being a Rough Rider in three or four years when he's no longer running at a high capacity.
1: Right. But in my mind, Stanley Bryant, I mean, it's a, it's a coup for Winnipeg. Well, it's not a coup, but you thought he was going to stay there. Stanley Bryant is – in my mind, the most consistent offensive lineman in the CFL, and and he's almost every year he's up for that offensive lineman award. So it's a good signing by Winnipeg, and it's they a good also signing, signed without question. They also signed Hardrick last year, so they got both their bookends back. So mm-hmm. or last week, so they got both their bookends back, which is important. Yep. it is very. But it doesn't mean that after one game, they could get hurt for the rest of the season. That's the other thing. So there's a fine line. And as you get older, you probably get hurt easier. Yeah. But that's not saying they shouldn't sign up. So, but like I said, I mean, Winnipeg's got their offensive line back. So they'll be a forest because their offensive line was something else this year. Mm-hmm.
3: And it so. was, and that's what, made Zach Calero successful you've got you've now re-signing the O-line that won you a breakup why wouldn't you bring the quarterback back that did it does seem like the natural that does seem like the natural progression to me I mean because he's going to get hurt he's going to get every plays. Yep. I have no idea, Will. I can't answer your question for you. Me neither. Okay. <laughs> Let's just move on. Oh, look, we're going to talk about Zach Calero. Zach Caleros is set to become a free agent next month. What team is best fit for him? Uh, yeah. So what team do you think he's good? You don't like him in Winnipeg. Is it Toronto that you think that Zach Galaris is going to sign? Yes, he owns a house in Toronto, and his wife has a business in Toronto. Seems to be the, the thing, right? I mean, Mike really uh, has a house in Seattle, and his wife has a business in Vancouver. And, you know, it's just one of those things. Do they just follow the women around? Is that how this works? I don't know. So is that where you think Zach Galaris is going to sign?
1: I don't know that either, because I'm I bet you I'm betting you a hundred bucks that Ryan Dinwiddie is pushing for, for Arbuckle number one or Bethel Thomas number two. Okay, so, because I mean let's face it, if Ryan Dinwiddie wants a career in the CFL as a head coach, so he's got to have a decent quarterback right away. Because if you don't have a quarterback, you don't win in the CFL. It's that simple. So, I don't know. I think these things are all up in the air, and I, you know, are we going to see? Because isn't uh, isn't James Franklin still under contract in Toronto?
3: I believe That's he is. More, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, I he can is. see you can see somebody trading him. Because we know he's not going to do anything, because he's had two years to prove it and he's proved nothing. And James Franklin is a free mind, agent. A oh, is oh, is he? Is free he? Okay,
3: he's on the free agency list. So is McLeod Bethel Thompson. So there's and another team that
2: doesn't have any quarterbacks.
3: That's correct. That oh, that's, that's the right. only two that they both no no and Dakota Prukoff is also a free agent in from Toronto. So all oh, three lord. of their quarterbacks wow. are free agents.
2: So they're in the same boat as the bo- same boat as the bombers. Yes. Good lord. Yeah.
3: And and Ottawa, who has Nick Arbuckle, who is a free agent. And uh, Jonathan Jennings is a free agent. and uh-huh. do Davis think you upset is about that. Dom Davis is under contract for another year.
2: Oh, there you go. They're set.
3: Okay. Now, Montreal,
2: what are they doing
3: right now? Are they, I, they do not I'm have a quarterback sure as a free agent. They do no. not have a free agent quarterback. Nope. And
2: Neither Hamilton. Do the
3: Hamilton signed both of their quarterbacks. Although I heard that they had traded Zane Evans to Toronto.
2: That was a that was an internet rumor that uh, didn't
3: it didn't pan out the way that it should was have. Was not legit. Was not legit, eh? No. Yeah, it was. It was shop. Photoshop of a, uh, a trade bulletin or trade announcement, breaking news, and I'm pretty sure Jared had something to do with that because I think it originated on the uh, Winnipeg armchair it, thing. On
2: the Bombers page, yeah, on the Winnipeg page.
3: So I'm pretty sure that that's Jared. He's uh, pretty good with the old Photoshop, or at least thinks yeah, he somebody is. somebody brought
2: out their Photoshop skills.
3: Yeah. Uh and uh over in uh, Saskatchewan does not have a free agent, uh Winnipeg has all of them. Winnipeg our uh, Hamilton does not. Um where am I here? Saskatchewan does not uh Calgary has uh is what's his name's up
1: on
2: uh Montel Closeart. Montel yeah, Closeart
1: Calgary, Calgary only has Bo Levi under contract.
2: Yes, because they got rid of Nick. So they're in the market yep. for a backup.
1: Yeah.
3: Well Montel Kozark is there. Kozark. And and, uh, Edmonton Edmonton has uh, Logan Kilgore up as a free agent. And BC has Brandon Bridge, free agent quarterback Brandon Bridge, along with Danny O'Brien, who we know Danny O'Brien has retired and is now the quarterback coach or some – coach in for the BC Lions. Yeah, quarterback coach quarterback coach. So, uh, yeah. Exactly. What is Danny O'Brien going to be able to teach Mike Riley? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> It'd make more sense the other way around. Seriously. Like, come on. I I, I just, I'm, I'm asking that. I'm coming right out and asking that. And, uh, Okay, and Brandon Bridge, I still say BC Lions should sign resign Brandon Bridge. I would have no issue of him signing as a backup. No, I actually think he should be a slot back. Okay, that could do,
2: they could do that too.
3: I mean, we haven't had a great Canadian slot back, a big burly slot back since what, Jason Claremont? No. Yep. Now keep in the same type of guy. He loves to run the ball. Yeah. Throw him the three and four and five yard, you know, hitch pattern there. Uh, come crossing the middle and run up field, buddy. Yep. It's what you like to and do. On top
1: of that, and on top of that, he's like 6'4", three, six four, isn't he?
3: Yeah, he's and he's two forty. Yep. I think. he's am looking him up right
2: now. What's that? Perfect size for a slot back.
3: I think he's almost too big.
2: <laughs> you know, Fox, it's kind of scary. Make him but, the running back. Make, make him, him a
3: fullback. Back. He's six foot five, 235 pounds. Uh-huh. Okay, that's a fullback. That's not even a running back. That's a fullback, okay? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think him as a, as a slot back going across the middle, he could be as good as like. Ben Cahoon, Jason Claremont. I mean, look at Brad Sinopoli. He, he ended up being a wide
1: receiver. But, yeah, but you know. You know what? Don't... Get him to gain 35 pounds, he can be a tight end.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Get him to gain 35 pounds, he could be an old lineman.
1: Charles, he could be the next Gronk, okay?
2: Yeah, Sure. <laughs>
1: So, Good
2: luck yeah, that. I, I honestly
3: think that they should try him out as in in the receiving position. Personally, you know, we really don't have a a, a, a fullback, and he knows he knows offense. He knows it. He knows how to play. Yep. I, I don't have a problem with Brandon Britt. He just can't throw defenses. You know, give any position out there, it's not his job. He's not going to be a center. So he doesn't really have to read the defense in that capacity, right? It's up to the quarterback and the center to read the defense. He should. My opinion I'm throwing it out there because I think it should happen. What's your thoughts, guys? William, do you agree with that, or do you have
2: a problem with it, or? He could be another one of, um, um, what's his name, Uh, Brad Sinopoli. Well, that's exactly right.
3: I mean, I used him as an example earlier. I mean, but Brad Sinopoli went more to the wide-out position because Brad Sinopoli is not as big as as Brandon Bridge.
2: No, he's not.
3: Well, I just got got a message from Will. He got so excited he hung up. Uh Uh-oh. I better... I better call him back, okay? Cause get him back. what's the show, What's the show without Will? And what? I want to know what got him so excited. Yeah. <laughs> well, meeting's back in the building. All right.
1: <laughs> I got so excited, I pressed the red button. Um. Yeah, you know what, Brandon Bridge is not going to make it as Brandon Bridge is not going to make it as a quarterback, okay? And if anybody signs him as a quarterback, they're stupid, including BC. Because I'm sorry, this this past season was the year of why you really need a backup quarterback if you're going to be successful. Because they were all backup quarterbacks this year. Could you imagine? If Brandon Bridge had been of BC and Mike Riley got hurt at the beginning of the year, that record would have been worse than it was.
2: <laughs> That's, That's true.
1: true. Just saying. Just saying. Mind you, the quarterback running thing worked for the Bombers, so maybe it would have worked for BC. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that... Uh, BC needs to do something better for their quarterback position than Brandon Bridge.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't know if they're out there though. Mind you, there's not a lot of, well, there's some backups out there. I would assume because those guys are interchangeable, right? So just saying, Yeah. Well,
3: okay. Let's move on from Zach Calero. Dave Dickinson has announced his coaching staff for the upcoming season, including Mark Quay McDaniels as receiver's coach. What do we think of the new look of the Calgary Stampeders coaching staff? Oh, wow. Do they have a, a, an offensive coordinator? No. I don't um, think much. Yeah, do they?
2: Charles, or sorry, yeah. Christopher,
1: yes, they do.
3: Do they? Did they, did and they, I should did they have, have
1: brought it? I should have brought it up last last week because they announced an offensive coordinator like three weeks ago.
2: Oh wow, well, who is this?
1: Their their offensive line coach has been promoted to offensive coordinator.
2: So,
3: really.
1: Yep.
3: Yep. Why wouldn't they do that before they lost Ryan Dinwiddie?
1: Because Ryan eat, he, he was going. There's no doubt about it. I'm sorry, but once again, Dave Dickinson has control of everything there. So, you know, no. it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But, did you did you hear the big signing from Calgary this week, uh, Christopher? In Calgary? Yep.
3: Who did they sign in Calgary?
1: Their new running back and offensive coach.
2: Who's that? Oh yes. Mark Hamel Marqu Markway McDaniel. No, no. No, 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 no. George George Cortez. Oh, George. Sorry. Yeah, oh, George right, Cortez. right, right.
3: That's a good signing.
2: Yeah, it is.
1: It is indeed. So, I mean, he he had lots of success in Calgary as a as a an assistant coach. So. He might he might be going he might be going the way of uh you know or might be going the way of of Rich Stubler. He is getting fucking old. He's sixty eight now, so but I thought he was retired forever. So there you go. So those are the two Dita sightings. Marquay McDaniels I like because uh, I think he's a no-nonsense kind of guy. And And I think receivers will learn technique, and they will learn how to run pass patterns properly. And they'll learn how to keep two hands on the ball, right?
3: Well, that's a theory.
1: Yeah. So. So. I, I still, you know, I still can't figure out this Peter Costanza thing or George Costanza thing, mm-hmm. okay, because cause he was the receiver's coach for 12 years, and he just signed with Winnipeg as the running which, what, back coach.
2: Yeah, I saw that today, too, that he signed there. Okay. Which so, I was really surprised about. There must
1: have been something going on in Calgary, or he saw the writing on the wall that he'd never go any higher. That's all I can think of. So, I don't think that truth will ever come out there. So,
2: well, Something had to have happened there because it was just a surprise that all of a sudden, out of the blue, they let him go after he'd been there well, for so long.
1: Well, and that he wanted to move up. Well, like I said when this first happened, if you've been there for 12 years doing the same thing, All of a sudden, you don't want to just move up. You would have wanted to move up the second or third year in your career, okay? Right. So it just doesn't wash with me. And we'll never know the truth. So you never know. Maybe something will come out. Who knows? Who knows? But Winnipeg did get a good coach. There's no doubt about it.
3: Who so, did? Winnipeg. Who are we talking about? Yeah, with
2: about? Costanza. Costanza. Oh,
1: George Costanza. Costanza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Costanza
3: is yeah. now coaching. Isn't he too short to be involved in football? I,
1: I'm surprised that he would work for the little money they pay assistant coaches in the CFL because I would think he's a millionaire 20 million times over, wouldn't you? Right. Well, he's
3: made so much money that he's probably just doing this for shits and giggles.
1: He's probably giving it away to charity every year.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that would make sense. But uh, you know the the chick, the chick on uh, on Friends. No Seinfeld. Uh, you know what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. I don't yes. know her name. Uh, she's got one of them hyphenated names. But anyhow, she's yeah. a billionaire.
1: Yeah, I'm sure she is.
3: From Seinfeld? no, no, no. Oh, she Julia
2: Louise Dreyfus,
3: yeah. Yes, she she her her father or something like left her billions of dollars, and uh, she's she's acting for. So anyhow, if you kind of go go and look at uh, what her whatever her name was, what was it again, Charles? Julia Louise Dreyfus. Julia Louise Dreyfus. Anyhow, um, yeah, so she's like killer rich, but anyhow, off topic again. We're we're, we're kind of keep blowing this well, apart. That,
1: since we're on that topic, I want to mention one thing really quick. For all those Toronto Maple Leaf fans out there, they're like Saskatchewan fans in my mind. Okay, and I heard this interesting thing on on online this week. Betty White turned 98 years old this week, right? Mm-hmm. Who? Betty White. Betty White.
3: Oh, Betty White, yes. I know Betty White. Yeah, I know okay. Betty White. I thought you said Danny White, but that no, okay.
1: No. The last time the Toronto Maple Leafs won the Stanley Cup, Betty White was 45 years old.
2: Yep. Wow.
1: <laughs> Isn't that a streak?
2: <laughs>
1: I thought that was pretty amusing. Hmm.
2: So. Huh. Anyway, okay. that is funny. No. We we wanted of it. It is very funny. Uh, okay.
3: Buck Pierce has been promoted to offensive coordinator in <clears throat> Winnipeg. Is this the most obvious since La Police departed? Again, you know, yes. th- this isn't news. I- I'm not picking no. on you for uh, building the agenda, Charles. Don't get me wrong. Okay? That's not no, no. what I'm doing here. All I'm just saying is that. Yeah, no shit Buck Pierce is going to be the O.C. We all expected that. We said that two years ago. Mm-hmm. So when it actually happens, are we supposed to go, wow, look at that? Wow. No, we go, yeah, okay, snore.
2: I is, said did that did anyway, you think it was going, was going to be Buck it.
3: Pierce, Charles, or did you think it was going to be somebody else?
2: No, I thought, I thought all along it was going to be Buck Pierce. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Everybody did.
3: Yeah. Most people did it a soon no, as it's a no brainer gone, be black. It's an absolute no brainer.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's
1: good at the head coach he's in two change.
2: years. I wonder how they're going to probably change true
1: role, how, how he's gonna change the offense. I'd be curious to know.
3: I don't know. We'll see what happens, right? Okay. So yeah, no big news there. Nothing to add to this story. Buck Pierce is now the offensive coordinator of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Yay, Buck! Go Buck! I like Buck Pierce. He's always, always been a fan of Buck Pierce. He's a man that just gives it gives it everything, regardless of what he's doing. So you know, yeah. I like
1: Buck. Wouldn't it Wouldn't it have been nice when he played in Winnipeg if he had the offensive line Winnipeg has now?
3: Oh yeah. Being the Cup they, champion
1: three times they, over.
3: Could you imagine what it would have been like in B.C. if we actually had a great Cup for him? Uh, uh, uh. Now i got to watch this because it stands to do this for next hour and a half. Thanks, Charles. What? I, I said thanks for putting up that, like, giffy thing. You're welcome. Now i got to watch this idiot do this for the next two hours. Okay. Um,
0: mo-
3: moving on, with under a month to free agency, which players should the teams be looking to extend before they hit the open market? All the ones that they- working with. All the ones that are free agents. <laughs> yeah, all the ones that are free agents, right? All all the good ones that are free agents. Don't
2: sign the bad no, ones. Sign the good but, ones. But you're obviously not going to sign them all, so I think they're asking which is the most important. Of the ones that are currently free agents,
3: I you know, I couldn't guys, go team per team and say this. You know, I mean, you, you look at them and I go, "Yeah, okay." You're I'm looking at Winnipeg or sorry, Montreal right now, and I, I'm looking and I'm going, "Okay, well, there's half a dozen players here that they absolutely have to sign." Okay, who, is there anyone more important than that? No, I mean, you need your O-line, you need your D-line, you need your receivers, you need your running backs, you, you need everything. I mean, who do they have, the uh, William Stanbacks, left? They got still got Jeremiah Johnson over there. I wish he was still in B.C. Maybe they can get him back. No, that's uh, an Ed Hervey thing. I know. Didn't they re-sign um, John White.
2: Yes, they did. They they actually re-signed both him and um uh shit. What's the other um Brandon Brandon Rutley? With the other guy. Yep. Brandon Rutley. They signed them both. I actually and I I, don't and I
1: like Brandon Rutley. So do I. So. Yeah.
2: I, uh, John White was not a free agent this year. No, they had re-signed him last year, but I think they signed him to a two-year contract. Yeah. I mean,
3: like, I'm going through the BC Lions right now, and, okay, you got to sign some of your your O-linemen. You need O-linemen. You probably need to get some better Uh, O-linemen.
2: I don't know. How do you answer this question? Personally, I really want them to re-sign Sean Lemon. I wanted yeah, them to resign him last year, and I hope they, they they smarten up and resign him this year. I oh, Willis, another guy. No, is he, is he free now? See, I, I yeah, knew yeah he's was free. Out. I, knew I it don't know free. actually. He's getting up he's there. Old. He's, he's old. He's old, but he was his motor was running at
3: full RPMs last year. He did well. Hard to argue the stats, it,
2: my friend. It's hard to argue best
3: the stats. Best.
2: His best play with after uh, sean lemon came back of course because he's not the one that has to do all the work true
3: okay once somebody has to team up on on sean lemon or double team sean lemon then it's going to open somebody else up and who else would you want open than odell willis I'm, I'm not a fan of Odell Willis. Don't get me wrong, okay? I don't like the mayor of Swaggerville. I don't like anybody else. I don't like his mouth. But he was actually quite refrained last
1: year. Yeah, he's, he, he's been in that way in the last five years.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. He kind of started getting, the older he gets, the, the more his mouth shuts. When he was down there doing the mayor of Swaggerville crap when he was with Winnipeg, he was a lot younger and so on. He was 20. Uh, early and annoying himself. He and he got his teeth handed to him in 2011. Yeah. After the Lions torched him in the Grey Cup. Oh. Badly torched him. Okay. I remember that whole week he sat there shooting his mouth off. And then they get embarrassed. Sucks to be you.
1: (laughs) So the biggest question for me in free agency is should Saskatchewan re-sign Sam Hurl?
3: (laughs) It's a no-brainer. Absolute no-brainer. Okay. While you're at it, you want Gerard I mean, Carter back.
1: Oh, you guys can have him. I think yeah, he's you guys looking for a job. Him. Yeah, he's looking for a job. Saskatchewan, will sign him, trust me. <laughs> Maybe Winnipeg, you never know.
3: I could see him going to Winnipeg, no, but
2: that wouldn't <sighs> be good. Okay,
3: enough of this. We're moving on, because we're having so much fun with this. Uh, unless you guys want to talk free agency, anybody in Winnipeg, Toronto, Hamilton, anybody out there that just absolutely has to be signed. Because we can go rant about anything. We're just kind of when it comes, well,
1: no, it would be, like, be nice if Calgary could sign some of their guys.
3: <laughs> well, they've signed nine already.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's,
0: it's really
3: hard to complain about that, Will. Well, I mean, look, no, they, they, they've extended uh, Nyla Caspandi. Kus- uh, they they
1: they resigned for Darrell Law. yeah,
3: whatever. He's, he's, it's a weird yeah. name, okay? Justin Law. For
1: Law's, getting uh, old. Milanovic. Yeah, uh, he's a white running back. Come on.
0: <laughs>
1: he's not. He's a linebacker. No, he's not. He's a running back. Who? He's the Milanovic? fullback. No, no. Nope. Mitty Leader, Adahoki, you were talking about.
3: I was talking about all of them. Right. I just. No, anti Milanovic Leader. He's a linebacker. Yes.
1: No, he's not.
3: He was a linebacker, Simon tell-
2: Fraser. Are you telling he me he's lifted here? Yeah, he's you know, a linebacker. Oh, but the backer. Calgary
3: Stampeders website has him as a running back.
1: Thank you. Huh. He has He's big enough to be a linebacker, but he's a running back.
3: Six feet tall, 232 pounds.
1: <laughs> and he's got long girl hair, so.
3: Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, I don't like players who need a haircut. Like, they should know
1: better. Me <sighs> neither. I don't. Those people I don't care about. I want to talk about the 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 Trey Robersons who went to the NFL and the Reggie. Yeah, he's Begeltons gone. So there's nothing we the can NFL do about that.
0: How
3: about Mike Rose? NFL.
1: No, he plays for Winnipeg. Mike Rose. Oh, Mike Rose. Oh, Mike Rose. Who does he play Winston for? Winston Rose oh. plays for Winnipeg. He's a, he's a
3: Calgary Stampede defensive lineman that has been extended.
1: Oh, did they extend him? That's a good move. That's a good move. Are they you going to don't bring back know who Derek the hell he is. Yeah, I do.
3: But there's okay. so many
1: roses now. The Jamar Wall
3: cornerback. He's been extended, and Derek Higgins, defensive lineman, and Ucumbra
1: Williams. Yeah, and Cumbrey Williams is important. What's that? A Williams is important.
2: Well, he's he's their, center.
1: he's their he's their starting center.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Um but no, Derek Dennis, they probably will sign him, but he's replaceable. Yeah. Uh I I just yeah, some of the skill positions. They also lost John Amos, okay, they've basically lost their entire defensive backfield again. So.
3: Well, how do you say that they've lost it? They've they they they've only released two players. Only two players have gone for NFL tryouts, and that's Deshaun Amos and Reggie Bagleton. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that one's on defense, one's on offense. So it's really yeah. hard for you to come out and say they've lost their entire uh, defensive backfield again.
1: No, because I think there's a bunch of them that are free agents as well.
3: Yeah, I that they still have tweaks weeks to sign them. You mean like Adam Beggar,
1: Berger? Well, well, there's the other thing. I don't know where these lists come from. Adam Berger retired at the beginning or at the end of last season.
3: Well, okay. On the cfl. C. CA official 2020 free agents tracker
1: Yeah, well maybe he has signed a contract during the 2019 season, but he retired after they won the Grey Cup.
2: He must okay. have you're right because he has no stats for 2019. There is not. his last stats for 2018. So, Brandon Smith anybody and can Courtney find Stevens. him, but
1: he's retired. What was that?
3: Well, you've got Brandon Smith and Courtney Steven they're free agents still. And and, and, and uh, Jamar Wall, he's resigned. So you haven't yeah, lost your backfield.
1: Christopher, <laughs> Brendan Smith retired at the end of the season.
3: <laughs> well, but. it's not what it says here. It says Jawan Simpson retired.
1: <laughs> Jawan Simpson? He hasn't played in five years.
3: I know, but he just officially retired. You can't even uh. click on his name anymore. <laughs> no, he's gone. Anyways, uh, I'm just going say, through the yeah. free agency list here. Okay, <laughs> I, I I don't I didn't write the list. You can't give me shit for what's know, on it. I know,
1: I know, I know. <laughs> I know. They've lost almost their entire defensive backfield. Trust me on this.
3: But I'm not seeing that. They
1: have. They have. They have. Um, not Brandon Smith, the other guy, Jamar, Jamar, whatever or Thurman, whatever his name is. And they have their free safety still there. They lost uh of course Trey Roberson. He's their he was their cornerback.
3: See, he's and not even on here. So he
1: he wasn't a free agent. He wasn't a free agent he got out no, on that NFL window. Yeah, he did. He did. So now That's if good you for, get out on him. I was gonna say, what's the rule? If you get out on an NFL window, okay? Yeah. Do you have to come back to your CFL team if you don't make it? Or what, are you a free he, agent?
3: He has to be signed by an NFL team by the end of January. Okay. I believe, that, okay. I, I believe that's what it is. They have like three weeks or so to sign with an NFL team. If they do not, then their co- contract is still in force in, in, in the CFL. Now, that is a lot where the NFL says that if they are not released outright, then uh, they're not eligible to sign a contract with the NFL. Right. With splitting hairs. I remember that bit, bit. And this is, put in by the players association. And I think the NFL just turned around and said this because they are in cahoots with the CFL. And this was a help them out sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Uh huh. Yep. Yeah, the two leagues, the two leagues are helping each other in this capacity where the CFL really doesn't want this NFL window. And, but the players association demanded it in the last CBA so now the NFL by did makes the the new rule uh null and void. I see. Because the NFL right now cannot sign uh Trey Roberson. Why not? Has he been released, officially released?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. He's <laughs> been officially ago.
3: released then he would be signed by the NFL. Yeah. But if he's just out on the window, then, uh, then no. And so if he has actually been released, then he does not come back to Calgary automatically.
1: Right. So uh, I, I get that, but it just doesn't make sense to me.
3: Well, I per- personally, wouldn't. personally, and I've said this before is I th- I have no problems with players trying to make their life better.
1: No, I don't either.
3: Trying NFL. Nope. Not, none at all. But I believe that if they're leaving a contract, that contract shouldn't be released. They should be suspended. Yeah, okay. And that when, when yeah. they are no longer, it, when they come back to the CFL, that contract now, comes back into effect and it isn't a time it isn't a date it's a time frame so if he had a next another year on his contract then there should still be a year on his contract i agree if he he comes back to the cfl and you know if he was a free agent and so he comes back to the cfl and then agency he becomes a free agent he's a free agent i'm no problem with that but if it's like trey roberson using him as an example if he's still got a year left on his contract and calgary Stampeders have released him which i in my opinion they shouldn't have they should have suspended his contract so that he is is eligible to go sign another one and i think that's a problem that the nfl was having um then that contract should be valid and enforceable if he comes back to the CFL, he is property of the Calgary Stampeders. If he's playing football in Canada. Right. If he's playing football in the XFL, then it, it matters not. If he's playing in the NFL, if NH, NFL, it matters not. You know what I mean? But if he's in the CFL, he still has a, a valid contract with the Calgary Stampeders. Right. And I, 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 I don't know how to argue against that. they do i i know they people do all the time i just don't understand uh wow that's really the name of your town what's that <laughs> uh go look at uh calgary Stampeder's running back uh um what's his name here terry williams
1: yeah he's gone
3: and look at what school he was at. What school was he at? Uh, I'm not going to attempt to say it on the radio. It says cuts town. Is that Clutz or... N- never mind. There's no L. No, there's is there no. an N?
2: No, there's not that either.
3: <laughs> there's no N in it, Okay.
2: We're just going to leave it's it
3: alone
1: just, and move on. It just shows idea. you how far the Calgary Stampeders go to get talent. Yeah.
3: <sighs> okay. Anybody else under free agency that you think we should talk about? I mean, it's the twenty-second of of January right now. It's twenty-second.
1: I wonder of what's going to happen to Willie Jefferson.
3: Jefferson.
1: Yeah, I just when gonna is gonna
2: free agency happening, hey, Carl? I believe free agency is February the 11th. That it's is the correct. 11th, right? uh, yeah, it says right at the top, February 11th. <laughs> right, okay. So we're talking well, about, about three weeks.
3: Three weeks. We're less than yeah. three weeks away. But free agency, this is exciting.
1: It has gotten more exciting in the last three or four years because all these guys only signed for a year. Yeah, and you know, and and I mean, it's like, always curious to see what idiot general manager is going to give somebody, i.e. Mika Johnson, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to play defensive tackle in Saskatchewan, mm-hmm. and then he'll probably come back to Calgary and sign for a hundred and forty. Who knows?
2: I just remember last year, the free agency day was absolutely and utterly insane. Well, and, and the
1: biggest reason for that was because never you never ever see where there's three top-end quarterbacks that are all free agents. Yep. Okay, that was part of it.
3: That was last year? Yep.
1: Yes. Harris, Bo and, and Mitchell.
2: So, Although, but yeah, it'll, year, it'll still be interesting the, this year need quarterbacks.
1: You know, in my mind, if I'm building a team from free agency, okay. The bottom thing on my list is wide receivers because they are mm-hmm. a dime a dozen in my mind. Fair okay. Enough. I think the big, the big ones are is the big ones are offensive and defensive linemen, to be honest with you. Because mm-hmm. yeah, there's lots that. of skill positions. There's lots of skill positions out there. <laughs> and there's lots of guys who can play wide receiver and running back. Running back in the CFL right now, they're a dime a dozen. I mean, you've never heard of the running backs Calgary's used for the last two years, and they won a great cup, so. True. How important are they? But this year, Trevor Her- or Andrew Harris was pretty important to Winnipeg. Yes, he was. Let's face it. Let's face it. So, but I just don't see guys going out and spending big bucks on running backs anymore.
2: Quite likely not.
1: But on the other hand, if you look at Winnipeg, they based their whole life on running last year and uh they won the great Cup. so yep but i don't think you're going to see you know and even even if you look at the NFL this year i mean let's face it san francisco got into that into the super bowl with a good running game cuz their quarterback threw 9 mm-hmm. passes in that game yes yeah. so ridiculous i know i know and they had 291 yards in rushing. Like, wow. So you never know, guys might slant back that way again. Who knows?
2: <clears throat> I do wonder, though, where Willie Jefferson is going to end up, if he's going to end up going back to the Bombers. He might end up in the NFL. Who knows? Yeah, but, you know, I know he's had with some Willie, workouts.
1: I know with Willie Jefferson, the thing is, Willie Jefferson, I don't think he is – big enough to play defensive end in the NFL I would think they'd try him at at linebacker and he just doesn't strike me as a linebacker or is he a part time player being a rush end who knows
2: I don't think he's got the speed to be a linebacker
1: no I don't think he does either
2: mind you he was a wide receiver
1: so he must have some speed So he was a converted wide receiver. Yep. So I don't know. I don't know. Christopher, did you die on us or what? Or you're reading something? What are you reading?
3: I'm trying to figure out who this guy is.
1: Which Charles guy? posted this. Who, Antonio Brown. Which guy? I you don't oh, know.
2: Antonio Brown.
1: <laughs> Antonio Brown is the he is the. He's the he next is. coming of an Ocho Cinco or a, uh, what was the other guy's name, Charles? <laughs>
2: Terrell Owens.
1: Terrell Owens, thank you. Antonio Brown is the I, new one. I think one. he's
2: crazier than either one of yeah, these guys. I yeah, I think he's crazy.
1: Which, okay. if, if you guys want to watch something interesting, watch the series on, on Netflix. Uh, but Aaron Hernandez? Yes, if you watch that.
2: Uh, no. I haven't, what, but so many people see, have been talking Michelle? about it.
1: Say what? What
2: series is like,
1: it? It's on Netflix. It's uh, What's it called, Charles? I don't even know what I it's called. I can't
2: remember what it exactly is called. Um, basically, it's a series about uh, Aaron Hernandez who was a tight end for the New England Patriots who ended up going to jail for murder. Uh, okay. And then killed himself. I, I, and then killed himself in jail. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but mo- uh, so many people said it's a really interesting series. But I, oh, I, myself have not seen it yet.
1: I've watched. I've watched too. This guy was the whack job of the whack jobs, Charles. Yeah. And do you realize? I don't know if you realize this. The Patriots drafted him before Gronkowski because he had more talent. I did okay, are, are we that. talking
3: NFL right now because we're 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 in the wrong football show if we are.
1: Well, we're uh, sort of kind of talking because we're talking free agents and who's going to make I it to I, I know it's my fault it's because NFL. I asked
3: who this clown was, but yes. Okay. And uh and okay, I'm, I'm sorry, cuz I really didn't let's know who he was. To, so.
1: Let's convert back to something interesting like like the CFL is going to play an exhibition or play a football game in Halifax. that—that's well, that that's you not, you no, that,
3: that, 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 That's not for a while.
2: That's not next. <laughs> not I next. know it's not next. It's, next. it's not next. And we
3: got next. lots of time left in the show, so we'll definitely get to this, okay?
1: Okay. Because so, I'm you. still talking in my head, and I'm not blaming you, Charles. Why the fuck did he put that on the agenda?
3: It gets, well what's the difference between that and Stanley Bryant?
1: <laughs> I guess so.
2: Sometimes okay, in the so off season you gotta find stuff for the pre, for the well, agenda at, at
1: least to we, fill up the show. At least, at least we know Stanley Bryant is gonna play in the CFL. We're not sure Halifax is gonna. Okay.
3: Yeah. Okay. So um Anyways, what's next? This thing, I, it made me chuckle when I saw it. In fact, I, I, I said a few other words that probably shouldn't be reported on the, repeated on the radio here. But we can do that. We could probably repeat them anyhow. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders have been looking for a franchise quarterback since the departure of Darian Durant. <laughs> it too early to be I put player, Cody Ricardo as a franchise QB.
2: First of all, I put franchising quotes
3: for a reason. Darian Durant was a franchise quarterback.
2: I don't I just wrote it because that's what the story said i would be like
3: seriously who out there thinks thinks that Darian Durant was a franchise I don't even think he was a quality quarterback never mind a franchise quarterback
2: yeah but I, I
1: he did win a Grey Cup one of the four okay so, just saying. On a team stacked with bot talent, right? But I mean, no, he wasn't a franchise quarterback. And Cody Fajardo, I think he might be, but you need to give him another year. Yes. Yeah. And I think I, I really, I really think he's going to do something next year with Jason Moss as the OC. Jason Moss is another guy who's a quarterback whisperer, so
2: he knows how to get these guys to play. He seems to, yeah. So but I'm I agree with you. I don't think uh you can't just um I don't think we can call no. Cody Pojardo no. franchise quarterback yet. No. Off of one season. No.
1: I put it to had say good
2: seasons before. I
1: put him at the same level as as uh, Arbuckle from Calgary, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. Okay? Because Arbuckle uh, I might
2: put him a I might a little put him ahead of Arbuckle just because he played more games. Arbuckle yeah. just didn't uh played fewer I would agree. games. But uh I know what you're saying with that because I think you can um I think that you can make that argument. We yep. did we lose CJ? We did. He just said that blog talk kicked him out again.
1: Oh, did we lose
2: him? Apparently we did. Oh, okay. He just looked at it. I don't know if he's going to call back in or not, but he just said that blog talk kicked him out again. <laughs> Maybe he can call <laughs> what back he, in or I can what call he, him. What did he do to blog talk to get like this? I don't know. He gets, or... keeps getting kicked out every week.
1: I know that. I know that. It's crazy. <laughs>
2: Maybe know, maybe didn't pay the bill. Maybe he's tired of getting called "blog talk bitch" and that's this is like her revenge. <laughs> C-
1: could could be, could be. Uh, I called I called Siri a bitch one day and she shut me down. So,
2: <sighs> I wonder if he got a phone charge this week. Maybe we can call him. Well, I don't know. I don't know. And this is sad because I put this article right in because of CJ, because they were talking about Darian Durant as a franchise quarterback. Yeah. Um, Come on. Uh, Look at the guy's stats. He was not uh, a franchise quarterback. I mean, you
1: know, right up until, oh, no, no, that's not true. They did. Saskatchewan finished first in the West this year. Okay, that's right. Yeah. So, so that shows you that they had they had a pretty decent quarterback. But yeah, I mean, I I think he they only signed him to three twenty five a season. Okay, and I think when you're talking franchise quarterbacks, you're talking in the fives and higher. probably okay. So yep. no, but I I and I'm and. Don't get me wrong. I think he's the best quarterback they've had in quite some time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, if if everything goes well, okay, because we talked about this last week, don't forget, um, Jason Moss has had the best quarterback in the CFL for the last four years running. Yep. And, sorry, not this year, but Harris would have been there if he hadn't have missed games. Yeah, he had oh, some he very was,
2: good stats.
1: He was on pace for six thousand yards this year.
2: Mm-hmm. Then he got hurt.
1: So, you
2: know. Could and you now i I didn't.
1: Oh,
2: I you didn't that do, do that. I think that might be Steve calling himself. Calling oh, okay. him. who's calling me? There he is. They're calling you. There you yeah. are.
3: Yes, I'm back in. I'm sorry, blog talk kicked me out and wouldn't let me back in again. Phone in is a, like a peasant.
2: We was just wondering what you did to blog talk to get keep getting kicked out.
3: I you know, I'm just I'm going along and all of a sudden it goes beep 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 beep, beep and I'm gone.
0: <laughs>
3: and I, I went upstairs and I got my my, my earbuds and, 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 and my phone from my night table up there and my wife looks at me and she goes, What happened? And I says, I got kicked out of the radio show. I need my phone and she goes, That's because you were swearing <laughs> <laughs>
2: If that's why they kicked you out of Block Talk, their show wouldn't make it ten minutes.
1: Yeah, but maybe they have a personal vendetta against CJ and none of us, nobody else, okay?
2: hmm I don't know. Maybe. You never know.
1: You never know I do not I d I I don't I don't know. I've gotten totally
3: confused by that now, okay? So that's two the weeks weeks in thing, a row. I know. Charles, do you have the control panel up for the I block do, talk?
2: Yep. Yes, I do.
3: Okay, just remember that because we're not the host, we don't get blog talk bitch telling us that right. the show's over in 90 seconds. We've got to keep an eye on the time, in other words. We've got to keep an eye on the time. So if I'm not, yep. you should be, and
1: if vice you versa, and whatever, 40, okay? we still got 40 minutes. Yep.
3: 30, 38 minutes and 31 seconds.
1: <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm not an exact
3: guy. Okay, so kind of guy. I, I, I was just laughing my ass off about the Darian Durant Franchise quarterback thing. Did you guys go further on that issue, or are we done with it, or what? Well, no, we were
1: talking right. about Cody Fajardo. I mean, Cody Fajardo has been the best quarterback Saskatchewan's had in a while. There's no doubt about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. But
1: but but he needs another year before we can start calling him a franchise quarterback.
3: We we can't anoint him anything, okay?
1: No, not after uh, one year.
3: No, and and it wasn't even a full year. I mean, Zach Caleros did get three plays
1: in. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> and they played somebody else for one game. I thought. Did, did they? they? Okay. I thought I, I remember. I
0: don't remember.
3: Well, that.
1: wasn't wasn't Fajardo hurt for one game or something like that? Or uh, he wasn't doing well, and they put another guy in. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um Like I said, he's a tad bit higher than Nick Arbuckle.
3: Yeah, but not much.
1: No, no. And only because he played more games than Arbuckle did last year. So. But, yeah, I mean, and don't forget, Saskatchewan did finish first overall last year. So they must have had a decent quarterback. Must have had a decent quarterback.
3: Yeah, yeah. I I don't think anybody's disputing that. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, Will right. uh, It only shows Fajardo playing in 17 games, so he must have missed one somewhere.
3: Okay. So, franchise quarterback. Tony Fajardo.
1: But I was going to I was going to throw something in there. Okay, this year at the Grey Cup in the Saskatchewan room, Co- Cody Fajardo did show up and he is already a god in that place. Oh,
2: no question.
1: Okay, like they just like there was swarms of people getting his autograph and he was up on the stage saying how they were going to win the Grey Cup in 2020, and on and on and on. He must have drank the Saskatchewan Kool-Aid or something. So.
3: Oh, he's full-blown Kool-Aid. Oh, without question.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, think yeah. about it. I mean, if Zach Calaris hadn't have got hurt, we wouldn't be talking about Cody Fajardo right now.
4: No, he was not a at all. Vet.
1: He, was a, he was a backup in BC the year before that, and then he was a backup in Toronto the year before that, and he
2: did nothing. I was going to say, he might not even be in the league anymore at that point. Uh, could be, could be. And, and I
1: mean, it's BC amazing because a lot of guys talk about, about getting their break, and Cody Fajardo obviously got his break. Right place, right time. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, hey, whatever. So, yeah. But franchise quarterback, Darian Durant, yeah, sure, okay. Maybe you guys can speak to this because I can't anymore because I didn't really watch much time, okay? I mean, throughout the league, Ron Lancaster is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in the CFL. According, according to, to most who? people. Most people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't
3: know. He's not even in my list of top ten.
1: How, how could he be when they've only won four Grey Cups, and I've seen three of them, and he
3: wasn't in any of them.
1: No. Well, did he win? He must have won. He must have won. He won. won, won he ago. won the first one. Yeah. Okay. And that is that, was that what it is? Okay.
3: He got to score, well, one he lost.
1: So I yeah, guess. He lost to a lot I of great guess... He just kept losing. Mm hmm. I mean, Ron Lancaster is a god in Saskatchewan, so I guess you could put Daria Duran up there, too, because he won a Grey Cup in Saskatchewan.
3: Okay, uh, Ron Lancaster, oh, he won Grey Cup championships in 1960,
2: 66, 93, and 99. The
3: no, yeah, the other one's, ones a coaches. He won in 60, so did you say? He won in 1960 with the Ottawa
2: uh, Oh, with Ottawa.
1: Rough
3: Ottawa. and then he won in '66. He won. He won four. He won with Saskatchewan in '66. No, they're all players.
2: No, 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 no,
3: Sorry. Yeah. So '93 he won as a coach in in Edmonton, and '99 he won as a coach in Hamilton. Correct. I thought 99 was the last year that the Bombers won the Grey Cup. No, that was 90, wasn't it? That was 90. 99 okay, was and Hamilton. 90 was the last year Hamilton has won the Grey Cup. So that, they're the oldest of record right now. So they're 21 years. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's
2: right. Yeah. It, was, it, so, yeah. it was the uh, two, two longest streaks in the Grey Cup.
3: So he must have been a backup in Ottawa in 1960 because that's his first year in the league.
2: And he, he backed well, Russ Jackson.
3: Yeah. And then in 66, he was the franchise quarterback in Saskatchewan and won a Grey Cup, their first. Right. Only took them, what, 60 some years to win that? Pretty sad, but true. Okay. Next. Next. Okay, we're out of Saskatchewan. I'm tired of talking green. The Toronto Argos today, no, Toronto Argos day.
2: There, Charles, read this, please. I
0: don't know
3: what uh, you're
2: saying. Let me put this up. Say, put must it up be here. say. Toronto are going to
1: say their secondary is a primary uh, it, focus for that. Yeah, this okay.
2: Sorry, it's a typo.
1: But yeah. is this just one of the many areas where the team needs to improve? Well, obviously.
3: Yeah. <laughs> this this team was three and fifteen. Okay, if they're not looking at every aspect of this football team, including the front office, marketing, and everywhere else, then they're not doing their 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 job. Okay. They literally they have to find out whether or not the water boy should be brought back. Uh-huh. Now, you really can't blame him for their success, but let's let's just be honest here. Okay.
1: Well you do need to hydrate. Or you'll yes. cramp up. I, you realize that, eh? So he's I know
3: important. I understand. He's important. I understand. But I'm saying that, you know, okay, they're secondary. Is their secondary important? Yes. But the secondary is, you know, so is the defensive line, so are the linebackers, so is the quarterback, so is the O-line, so are the running backs and wide receivers. I would even look at the kicker, and I'd look at all aspects of the special teams because this team sucked, okay? Well. I, I, you can, you, you, with a capital S, I don't know what else you could say about this football team. The only thing that was only redeeming factor of Toronto Argonauts last year
5: was that Ottawa Red Blacks were worse. The only thing.
1: Yeah. Like, and, I mean, Toronto's biggest focus should be a quarterback because they didn't have one last year.
3: Their their biggest focus should be the quarterback.
1: How how can you say that your,
3: your defensive backfield is important? It's not. Yes, it is. But
2: it's not my focus. Not not in that team. No. Yeah, uh, I, I want my offense better. <laughs> Absolutely. I, you my have offense, to. You I mean, have to. You
3: have to come out and say who your quarterback is. Okay. They obviously the, yeah. they can't. They, they, they can't do that because free agency is coming up. Okay. Right. Is their quarterback going to be Zach Caleros? Is it going to be Nick Arbuckle? Is it going to be McLeod Bethel Thompson, or is it going to be Matt Nichols? Right. I mean, Toronto does have some serious options right now.
1: I mean, yeah. And if I was a if I was a quarterback, I wouldn't want to go there. Well, I'll tell you, if
3: I was at Caleros, I wouldn't want to go there.
1: Well, no, I'm thinking quarterback because, let's face it, they have a new head coach. They had a shitty team last year. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe, maybe Matt Nichols is going to save that franchise just like he did in Winnipeg. Why is this island... Oh, okay.
5: One,
3: no, it's possible. I'm not going to argue with that. Okay. I I, I think you're, you could be right. I mean, Matt Nichols did a wonderful job in, in Toronto or in, in Winnipeg, without question, right? And and, uh, and he just, you know, you, you're okay to get yourself out of the dumpster fire. He just wasn't good enough to take him to the nth degree, right? And that's fine. We're that, that's okay. Toronto right now doesn't need to come out of the gate and win a Grey Cup in 2020. They need to come out and and, and be a 500 football team. If they if they're 500 football team in the Eastern Division, they got a home playoff game. Okay, the, you, you don't have to be awesome over there. I mean, shit, under 500, you could still be first place yep. in the Eastern Division. Okay. I've seen this
2: before? Okay. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, uh, sorry, go What's on, that, Charles. I think we got someone joining us here. Who? I
1: think it's Phil.
2: Yes, it is. I'm just pulling it uh, pulling them, pulling them up. Pulling him. Pulling him up. Now, so you. There. He, re,
1: he remembered, did uh,
2: he? I'm on board. Sorry, gentlemen. Yeah, I'm I've on had board. a real busy.
5: Oh, I'm, yeah. I've had a real busy couple of weeks. Uh, haven't had a chance to get involved watching CFL news at all, even. And uh, I just happened to realize it was 10 o'clock on a Wednesday night. Well, it's not 10 o'clock. It's 930.
2: Here it is, anyways.
5: Oh,
3: yeah,
1: that's
2: 10? Okay. Yeah. So, you're la- you're la- Phil,
1: Phil you- it's 1030 in Calgary, buddy. Right on. Getting
2: and the show
3: starts and the show starts at 9 o'clock in Calgary. <laughs> so you're an hour and a half late for it. It's fine. I'm glad that you showed up. Don't get me wrong. Me I'm just pointing, pointing out that there's only 20 minutes left.
5: So let's try I, to make it i got to tell answer. you guys that I was thrilled to tune in and uh, find out that the uh, Stafford Rough Riders quarterbacks was the topic of conversation. Congratulations. Congratulations on what? Right. Which which
3: quarterback are we talking about? Ron Lyonkasker, Darian Durant, or Cody Fajardo? Because we talked about the all three of those. Yep. And that none of them are that
5: good. The 2019 Canadian Football League Most Outstanding Player nomination for the West Division.
1: So? No,
5: that one. That one.
0: Okay.
3: The the reject from Toronto and BC, right? That's correct, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's great just, point you made. Just, make, just trying to make sure that, that we're, we're on the same page there.
5: That's a great point okay. that you made, that uh, if had Zach Caleros hadn't gone down, maybe Cody Fajardo would be out of the league this offseason. Yeah. 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 It's a very valid point. And I mean, probably I using, think it's we're said,
2: was his last chance, because he didn't get anything done in Toronto he didn't get anywhere in BC. I'm thinking Saskatchewan was his last chance, and if Clarence doesn't go down, he's probably not back.
5: Yeah, that's a good point. Nope. Yeah, unless they that liked it in be. the quarterback room, they might throw him back to Saskatchewan. But you know, he's using up his chances around the league, and certainly, you know, GMs had to be thinking, well, this guy's been around for a long time. He hasn't. He hasn't done it. So, yeah. Okay. So
3: speaking of last chances in Saskatchewan. Deron Carter says that he wants to play until he's 40, but the first question is, is anybody want going to sign him? He is open to the idea of playing in Regina again. That was his first choice is that he would like to be a rough rider again. So quite frankly, you're welcome to him, Phil.
1: You know the reason well, he wants to go to you know the reason he wants to go to Regina, right? Does it rhymes with no because Sorry. no because nobody would <laughs> would go to the movies with him last year in BC
3: That's true. We wouldn't go to the movies with him last year in BC.
2: I nobody wanted him, to. I I'd have gone with him but I'm still blocked by him on Twitter so I I wouldn't have gotten the invite. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh
5: he also said that he's willing and quite open to playing defense and thinks that it might be a better way forward for him because he won't be so emotionally involved in the game and he'd be able to play his own game.
2: Has
1: anybody has anybody told Ron Carter that Chris Jones isn't in Saskatchewan
2: anymore?
3: <laughs> that well, might Chris be a good thing lie. for him.
2: That might be helpful. Yeah. Chris Jones yeah. screwed him up.
1: Yeah, Chris, but Jones, Chris Jones uh, met with him every day.
5: She, and then Chris Jones shipped him narrow. on his own and changed his mind the following morning based on Jason Scheiber's advice.
3: Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Jeron Carter thinks he can play till 40
1: years old. How old is he now? 29, um, 30, maybe. I'm thinking, you know what Deron Carter should do? He's
3: he's 28 years old. He's been in the CFL for six years. Yeah. Okay? He thinks that he can make another 12.
2: He might be lucky to get one after last year.
3: He'd be lucky to get a contract this year.
2: Yep. I don't see a lot of... he. he if he's playing, he's gonna be like bargain bait. Ah, uh, so he'll be minimum or just over. I mean, it's.
3: I mean, he's another guy who played a. Never mind. I'm not even gonna go there. Okay. Um.
0: Do, 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 do.
3: Okay, this is going to be the discussion topic. There's two good discussion topics, Dan, here. Let's make sure we don't run out of time with 20 minutes left. CFL is set uh, set to announce a touchdown Atlantic game in Halifax. Are these games still worthwhile? No. Okay, you asked the question here, and I wanted to make sure that I answered it for you. Are these games worthwhile? No, they're not. I would rather talk about Harry and Meghan, okay, because it's Is far already? more interesting to me. I know we've done that already, but it's far more interesting to me than playing football in the Maritimes. It's not interesting at all. And, in fact, they showed a picture
2: of uh, – who was it? Uh, you, you know, uh,
3: I, 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 I got a – about this and something's pissing me off about our group. Okay, so um they put up a post here. It's uh it's on the Let's Talk CFL page it's called twenty twenty touchdown Atlantic game to be played at Saint Mary's University in Halifax. And they show an aerial picture of Saint Mary's Stadium. There are no fucking seats.
2: There's no stands. What? There there,
3: there there's no fucking seats. People are standing around the running track, around the outside of the football thing. There's like, no bleachers.
2: I, well, I think if you look at the bottom of the picture, I think there are a few stands, like not many. Like there's none in the end zone. There's none down one side of this. There's a small grandstand on the left hand side of the of the um or on the the side here. I'm gonna I'll post it in the Group chat so you can see it, but this, it, I looked it up it, uh, on Wikipedia. The, um, the what should we call it? The attendance is, it said capacity is 2,000 people. Okay, we just posted it <laughs> at the same time. It's ridiculous. <laughs>
3: okay? Oh my they
2: God. they want to be seen as, like, major league and like that they want to be a professional team and this is the stadium they're home. Now, it does say on the Wikipedia team page that it can be expanded to between nine and 11,000. The frickin' junior team in Quebec gets more than that. Oh, so the, Lindon, the, so the Linden University. So the Linden High School that. team is bigger. So
1: they can expand it to 9,000. Yeah. You know what's you know what's gonna happen next week, eh? Randy Ambrose is gonna announce that the twenty twenty two Grey Cup is gonna be at St. Mary's Stadium.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> we're we're moving it from Regina.
1: No, that's that's next year, Christopher. He said
5: twenty well, twenty two. He I said twenty twenty two.
0: Most
3: a husky all, stadium is is canada football a Canadian football stadium at St Mary's University in Halifax Nova scotia, home of the St Mary's Huskies. It has been promoted capacity of nine to ten eleven thousand that is achievable via temporary seating, but the actual permanent seating is only two thousand.
2: Sounds great.
3: Okay, at Linden High School,
2: which is just south of Aldergrove,
3: okay, which yep. is in Washington State, has a 22,000, 22, 22, seated capacity at the high school. Okay? Now... This is a university that seats two thousand people, and I un- understand that. And if you looked at, there was some comments on another um, group that I saw that the stands that we're talking about, the permanent stands, had recently been removed.
2: Oh, so they're not even there anymore. So it's no. going to be all temporary st- seating. Yes. Yes. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, twelve thousand
5: seats uh, temporary is can be done fairly cost efficiently, and, and the CFL has shown that they can do that, and they and they also have shown that they will have a willingness to accept twelve thousand uh, bums in the seats in Atlantic Canada games. So I think we can expect a twelve thousand seat temporary stadium on-site at St. Yeah, Mary's. But,
1: but why would they put 12,000 seats in when only 5,000 people are going to show up?
5: Uh, the Riders are going to be in this game. So there's going to be 5,000 people from Saskatchewan there. Well, that's the only reason that,
3: that Toronto and Hamilton game ever had any uh, attendance back in, you know, 15 years ago or so because those, the, the fans traveled from uh, southern Ontario into Halifax to watch the game. Otherwise, it was going to be a complete wash, and yet everybody says, oh, but look how
2: how, my, how many
3: people were there. Well, they, they all traveled. Nobody in Halifax gives a fuck about football.
2: Personally, you know what? Even that I don't like neutral site games for regular seasons because it takes... Um, it takes a game away from actual like fans and season ticket holders and stuff like that. If they're gonna do a um, a preseason game, or that's fine, do it in the preseason. I don't, I hate neutral site games for the regular season. I don't think it's right.
5: Personally, I'd like to see uh, a late season November neutral site game involving the Riders in Mexico City. I think will be also be very successful probably also going to have to be Toronto as the home
2: team. Yeah. Yeah. Just that's just, you want the nice weather instead of the weather in Saskatchewan.
5: Well, and and I'm right or wrong. I'm with the commissioner. As long as he's flogging 2.0, I'm going to flog it with him. And as long as he's flogging an Eastern team, which has been my dream for 40 years, um, I'm going to beat that horse until it is for sure dead. It's dead, Phil. Stop beating it. I want to see its guts on the ground before I stop.
3: Well, if you need me to to open open up the entrails, it'll
5: happen. We'll we'll see.
3: This this picture says it all, man. This picture says it. it all.
2: I mean, if the CFL is trying to push themselves as a professional league, like the number two league in the foot, number two football league in the world, they should not be having games in stadiums that look like this. It looks, it looks Mickey Mouse. It looks Bush League. I'm sorry. I know they're trying to expand it, but you don't just expand it and have a a game somewhere to promote it if they don't have a proper stadium to have it in.
1: That stadium well, makes McMahon, that stadium we, makes McMahon Stadium look like the Cowboys Stadium.
2: Okay. We have a yeah. bigger stadium for Langley Minor Football. Let that sink in. We're not even talking about university Langley Minor Football, which plays at McLeod Athletic Park in Langley. They have grandstands that seat five thousand people. <laughs> That's uh, more than double what this stadium seats in the old stadium. From what I'm hearing, these grandstands aren't, don't even exist anymore. So they're going to bring in a bunch, of, a bunch of scaffolding and put seats on it.
5: <laughs> what I did, did notice, Charles, is the aquatic building next door has a sloped roof and uh, very, very close to the, to the sideline. And it looks like you could put a couple thousand people on the roof of the aquatic, stadium, aquatic facility.
2: So you're gonna put them st- put them on so the roof of a building. People on the roof of a building.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we did that churches. We did that with churches.
1: And what
2: and, and Phil, I,
1: I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's not engineered for 2,500 people either. So.
2: So then the roof
5: collapses. <laughs> There's a hundred-year-old okay. church next to old Old Taylor Field that used to be used the same way. Yeah,
3: yeah. I I have no response to that. Um, I you know this this game this game here no no, no offense. Um, it, it's starting to look a lot like the game that we had up at Fort McMurray.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right about that.
3: It's starting to look a lot like the game up in Fort McMurray, and we had two of them there.
5: Regular two games.
3: Yeah, yeah, there was two games.
5: That that was the Toronto Argonauts where it, it was their home field, right? Uh, the McMurray Riders sports. also played a a preseason game against uh, Edmonton in Fort Mac as well. Did they actually host yes, three did. CFL he games? Did. I didn't realize that. I think they
2: did. I think yeah. I think there was. One preseason and two regular season games.
3: You go for it back. And 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 that was before the stadium burned down, of course. Let's put a team um, there
2: now. Maybe that's, that's where we need the
5: expansion. That. Let's let's, no,
3: ha- let's have let's have uh the third team in Alberta. They they yeah, think they're fine. as good as Ontario.
2: Probably makes more sense than Halifax. Okay,
3: okay so here I'm reading rivals. Here here it is. This is funny. This is going to be a a typical, typical uh, headline from this Touchdown Atlantic in in Halifax this year. It says, The stadium has 4,354 permanent seats with temporary stands, expanding capacity to 15,000 for Saturday's game. The extra room wasn't required as attendance of 4,900 was well off of the 11,800 who came for the preseason game between Edmonton and Saskatchewan. You think? (laughs) So uh, Toronto plays um, Edmonton in Fort McMurray, and 4,900 people show up. Saskatchewan plays in Fort McMurray, and...
5: 11,000 show up. Them Newfies love them, their riders.
3: Yeah, Newfies so love their riders.
5: Murray.
3: Yeah, we, we are. are. That's where there's more Newfoundlanders right. than anywhere in Canada. That's true. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, okay. Still watching the time here. We got 10 minutes later. Hey, Terry Jones died, eh? Did you see that? That's terrible.
2: From Monty Python.
3: Up. Yeah, the creator of Monty Python. Yeah. Only 77 years old. Okay, because that's far more interesting than, than football in Halifax. Because quite frankly, I am so sick and tired of this continuing me
2: beating be this poor dead horse. Boy.
3: It just, it won't go away. Like I said, I'd rather talk about Harry and Megan. Okay, so um, are we done with Halifax here? Does anybody have anything positive to say? No, no you can't. Does anybody have something nice to say about the concept? Mm,
2: I don't. I uh, was um, oh, no. Okay,
3: let's, let's just move on. Okay, and this is an exciting topic considering we have only got ten minutes, nine minutes left in the show here. Nick Arbuckle met with the Red Blacks earlier this week without signing a deal. Arbuckle is reportedly looking for similar money that Cody Fajardo received. Does he deserve it? Well, no, he doesn't deserve it because Cody Fajardo didn't deserve it, okay? So I don't know why, what possessed the Saskatchewan Rough Riders to pay Cody Fajardo what they did, but they did, so that's okay. One year, not even a full year under his belt, played 17 games and only part of a 17th game. And they, they've anointed him Ron Lancaster status in, in Regina. So, you know, we're just not going to deal with, with Cody Fajardo in this discussion because we've already talked about how stupid and ridiculous it is in Saskatchewan right now with this. But Nick Arbuckle... Um, He's not signing the deal. He was traded to the Red Blacks this off season. He is a free agent in three weeks. And what do we think that Nick Arbuck is going to do? Well, like Will said earlier or last week or week before or whatever else, what if Bo Levi Mitchell's injury is more severe than what the Calgary Stampeders are letting on to, and they really need Nick Garbuckle back, but they traded them away, but they had a little conversation with him, says, go, we'll get a draft pick, and then you come back to us in free agency, and we're going to sign you to this nice contract. Okay? So before he gets traded, he gets told that he's welcome back in in Calgary. That's an interesting twist on things. I like that one. That is a good rumor to start um the other rumor is ryan dinwiddie uh his pre nick arbuckle's quarterback coach from calgary Stampeders, is now the head coach in toronto and toronto does not have a quarterback they got james franklin mccloud Bethel thompson both are free agents right now could they or would they be in the marketplace for nick arbuckle coming there who seems to be the new hot up and coming quarterback in the cfl um Another place that he could land would be uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg needs a quarterback. They're not really comfortable with Matt Nichols. Uh, they don't know whether or not they're going to get Zach Calero. Zach Calero may go to Toronto. Uh, who are they going to have for their starting quarterback? I don't know. Some people think that McLeod Bethel-Thompson will leave Toronto and come over to Winnipeg. Others think it could be Nick Arbuckle. Uh, who knows? I mean, Nick Arbuckle has a lot of options at this point in time, and to be signing a contract with the Ottawa Red Blacks three weeks before free agency is absolutely ridiculous without seeing what other offers are on the table. Somebody out there might actually want you, Um, I I, I think. Several teams might want you. So why would you sign a contract with Ottawa right now unless they're going to absolutely open up the bank vault and toss 500K a year at you? I wouldn't sign with Ottawa right now. I mean, that's, yeah, this this was a two and, and seventeen, team, two and sixteen team last year. This disgusting. Go ahead, Charles.
2: Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, there's really no um, no urgency and no real incentive for him to uh, sign before free agency. Why would you not just at least wait and hear what other teams have to say? It's only three weeks. And you may get a but, better deal. You probably will get a better deal because on the open market you could get teams into a bidding war.
3: Right, but that's if unless Ottawa becomes really stupid and pays them too much money right off the bat. I mean, like I said, if they offered them five hundred thousand dollars right now with a
2: you know a seventy five thousand
3: dollar signing bonus, who uh, what what moron wouldn't sign the piece of paper?
2: Well, yeah, of course. Uh, obviously, if you get a stupid money offer, sure.
3: That's the only way he's going to sign with Ottawa right now because it doesn't make sense. You you have to listen to see what Calgary's going to do or Winnipeg's going to do or Toronto's going to do. Who else is looking for a quarterback right now?
2: Yeah, exactly. We should let uh, Will uh, Will and um, Phil uh, chime in because we're just over three minutes left.
1: Okay, go ahead, Will. the The most important thing is the other thing is so what do you give Nick Arbuckle in Ottawa? You think he's going to go there for three twenty-five? Understand? No. Understand what's his name? Their starting quarterback last year. Come on, help me here. I can't remember his name. Dom Tom Davis. Dom Davis. Thomas
2: he's Davis. making
1: three. He's making three hundred thousand dollars a season.
2: Yes, it was useless.
3: Nobody should have paid him
1: that, right? But I mean, they can almost uh, cut him if uh, they what, want to, uh, but.
3: What did the Saskatchewan just sign Cody Fajardo for?
1: Like three twenty-five.
5: It was it, no. I thought it was more than that. I thought he hit the four no.
1: mark. No, yeah, I don't three,
5: think so. it's in the three something plus. Uh, it was under four plus bonus, and it's it's only a four hundred fifty thousand. It's it's not Mike Riley money. No. No, but it's four hundred fifty thousand dollars if he meets his bonuses, right? If he if he wins the Grey Cup.
3: Well, that's a possibility.
5: It is, it is, and, and and worth every penny if you can win a great Cup right now in this league when the two top quarterbacks were signed last year at 700000 per. So, so my question is, what's the difference between Nick
3: Arbuckle and Cody
5: Fajardo?
2: Nothing, nothing.
5: Fajardo played a, five, uh,
2: five about, or six. I, I, last you year. You know what, I, yeah, I give Fajardo a bit of an edge because um, uh, he, he played, played more. Yeah. A little
5: more proven, and he also showed that he can run the ball too. Uh, you know, I'm, I think Nick Arbuckle run the ball a little bit more, than, a lot more than Bull Levi Mitchell. But, uh, well, this is going to get exciting, gentlemen, over the next month. And I just personally, I hope that uh, that Bethel Thompson is the odd man out in Toronto and that Nick Arbuckle does end up there. And uh, and for some reason, uh, De Charlette and Ottawa doesn't like him, and he ends up as the uh, co-quarterback or backup quarterback with the Riders. So that's just my dream.
3: It's not, that's not going to happen. Nick it's Arbuckle's looking happen. for a starting position, and there's no, no more than no, available in the CFL right now, so there's no fucking way that he's going to Saskatchewan as a backup. That's a pipe dream by a green monster. McLeod Bethel-Thompson, I was talking about. you sorry about I McLeod, you're, bethel Oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Nick Arbuckle. Um, yeah, McLeod he Bethel-Thompson could end up in... Yeah, he could be there and he could end up in Saskatchewan, he could end up in Winnipeg. Hell, he could end up in B C. Uh, we got a minute left in the show, so I'm gonna yep. wrap this one up if that's okay with you guys right now. Uh not that I care if it isn't, I'll just put you all on mute. Uh this is the Let's Talk C F L Podcast, episode number four hundred and nineteen. I've been your host, Christopher Jones, and uh we got uh Charles Will and Phil showed up late. Uh I'll let you guys say goodnight real quick. We've got forty five seconds. Charles, go.
2: Uh, good night, folks. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week.
5: Okay, you take care.
2: Uh, Phil, go quick.
5: Good night, everyone, and remember, it's like 12 or 14 days till Christmas. It's The countdown is on. The free agency. No, that's free agency. Football Christmas. William, say good night. Good night,
1: everybody. Go
4: Alves.
3: Go else. Blue Bombers suck. Oh, sorry, we know that. Take care, guys. We'll talk to you next week.
4: Spring, is that you?